Hi, this is David Flowers, Senior Pastor at Grantham Church, an intergenerational convergent third-way congregation with the Brethren in Christ U.S. and located in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast and for following the sermons that I and many others preach at Grantham. This is a free podcast and it'll always be that way, but if you'd like to give and help further the work we're doing for the kingdom, we'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to do that, you can do that by going to granthamchurch.org and clicking on the giving tab. Whether you're a member of our church or you're listening as a parishioner, it's our greatest desire that you would encounter Jesus and be changed by the good news wherever you are. Anyway, God bless you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning. I was approached by Pastor Melissa about sharing how God has been working in my life. Since I officially became a member of Grantham Church just now, I want to share with you my journey to membership because this was orchestrated by God. I've titled this, How is God Working in My Life? Dash, gratefulness, dash, in the words of Julia Johnson, go God. (laughs) I have attended Grantham Church for a long while, almost 10 years. Early on, I did take the membership class, it was with John Yates. However, during that time, I was suddenly faced with a very big change in careers and needed to focus in prayer on that. I didn't feel like I could successfully focus on both the decision to join the church and the decision to make a major job change as well. I declined membership, which is fine to do, by the way. I still learned a lot. I figured I would try for membership at another time. Also at that time, I thought God was leading me to move back to my hometown to take care of my aging parents. I travel frequently on weekends to help them. Well, time moved on and God found ways for me to serve Him here at Grantham, even if I wasn't a member and even if I didn't attend every Sunday. I was asked to help usher early on, Ken Seacrest, Ushering helped me to get to know everyone on this side of the sanctuary because I sit on this side. (laughs) Um, I highly recommend ushering, even if you're an introvert. You just say, good morning, and hand out a bulletin. You pass the collection plate. Sometimes you can help find lost spouses once you get to know people. Honestly, ushering for me was really God working in me. He was connecting me to you all. Also, ushering serves God by making our sanctuary a warm and welcome environment. I joined choir. I didn't need to be convinced to do that. I've been a church choir girl most of my life, and it's one of my easier talents. So that was definitely within my comfort zone. Even so, God saw to it to form friendships from joining choir. Once again, I point to God. He knew that I needed some Christian sisters to help me feel less lonely as a single person who needed someone to sit with or talk to before and after service. Again, I'm serving God with something He gifted with me, and by serving Him, He blesses me in return. I joined a small group. This was a big step for me, way outside my box. I felt vulnerable and very shy about it. I have never been part of a small group, 
It was a sermon that uh, Pastor David preached about spaces that convinced me to take that step. Pastor David ended the sermon with a prayer for us to take a step. If you're inspired by the Holy Spirit, he said, then listen to that small voice and act on what God is telling you to do. I felt God's nudge. Boy, am I glad I did. My small group is vibrant, active, and remained that way even throughout the pandemic. God did this for me. These people inspire me, challenge me, and validate my decisions. I am so very grateful to have them in my life. Reflecting back, I look at my service to God as a third way. I didn't have to decline helping out around here just because I can't attend every Sunday or because I wasn't a member. Have you been asked to serve, or are you feeling a nudge from God to step up? If so, I challenge you to say yes. Find what's easy first. Maybe it's pulling weeds. Join a group. You will be warmly welcomed. Not just a small group, but something that you have an interest in, like the book club or art. I personally just said yes to membership. God inspired our pastors to find a third way to provide the required membership classes. We Zoomed, we did some self-study, and we met for a half a day on a Saturday. They even gave us Chick-fil-A. <laughs> because I still travel so frequently, this was the first time that I was able to fulfill the requirements in almost 10 years. I also truly felt a calling to seal this bond, this covenant that I have with Grantham Church. I think, once again, God nudged me to commit for accountability and also to be a member of the Greater Brethren in Christ body. I want to praise and thank our Lord and Savior for connecting me to all of you and for future opportunities to serve Him through Grantham Church. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
Well, for our next testimony, Elizabeth Blymeyer is going to come on up. Elizabeth, would you tell us a little bit about yourself and your faith background? Yeah, so I am a first-year Messiah student. I am a bio major. It's kind of fun right now. Um, <laughs> I have two papers to write. And um, I was born and raised in Carlisle, but I was also raised in a PCA church. Um, the, my childhood church was actually very bounded, though. Um, and around 2016, my family and I decided to make the decision to leave our church. And um, it was actually around that time that I started to feel very um, divided from Christ. And I started to feel myself kind of growing away from him um, because I started to see a lot of the negative effects that my old church had on my own faith. And I started to really kind of question it. And I mean, that was six years ago now, but. So you told me a little bit about coming to a place of recognizing your need for God. What brought you to that place? Yeah, so that started really in 2020 when COVID hit because it, during that time, I still didn't really have a church because in the time that my family left my childhood church, we had still been um, visiting other places. And we, I mean, we kept seeing the same problems um, in those different churches. But whenever COVID hit, we didn't really have a place to really call our home church, which was pretty difficult whenever you're stuck at home under a lockdown. Everyone is kind of just isolated from one another. And the only option really that we had was to go to online services. And it was in that moment when I was like watching those services that I really started to see myself and just how far away I had really grown from God. And I was kind of devastated and I started to realize the loss that I had in my life. So that's whenever I really felt the need to go back to God. And I started praying about it more and just saying, please just help me find a church. I need another family now. And um, I had heard about Grantham a, a, for like a little while before really coming to Messiah. But it was actually in that time that I really felt a particular like, lead to come here because I wanted to just, it was close, first of all, that was actually the main reason. Um, but um, we also started, well, my family was like, well, let's just get you integrated to see what it's like, just so you have somewhere to go while you're in school. So we started attending, I want to say June of this year. And it was actually the service where Pastor David was talking about how to be a Christ-centered church, which is the service I actually needed to hear the most after six years of just hearing division and nothing but polarization in a congregation. And that was the moment when I knew I had found something much more different than I had originally anticipated. And that's when I was like really thinking, God's leading me here for a reason. Can you tell us a little bit more about what God's been doing in your heart and life over these last few months? Yeah, so I've definitely felt God's presence more in the past few months than I have in the past six years of my life. And um, just being here, I've connected with many people. Um, and it's really been, it's been, 
really eye-opening for me to be able to make connections with the church almost immediately, um, not just with the pastors, but other members of the congregation as well. And when, on the side of my, of my education at Messiah, I've also connected with so many like lifelong friends now. And um, one of which actually came all the way from Alaska. And um, I don't know, it's just being able to make those connections with people and just seeing like the support, the love, um, and everything that I really had lost in the last six years of my life has been just eye-opening for me. Thanks for sharing that, Elizabeth. Yeah, you, you told me a bit just about how God has been providing for you and encouraging you and giving you that sense of his presence um, throughout your daily life recently. So praise God for that. Um, as Elizabeth said, she is one of our students, and we're so glad that we have students from Messiah as part of our congregation. Uh, we have a little goodie bag for our students who are here today, so when you leave, um, I think most of you probably exit by the coffee shop, grab a bag on your way out. We just want to express our gratitude to have you as part of our church family. So. Thank you. Let's stand and sing this next song together. We were wandering in the desert With our souls so starved and weak We were hungry for a homeland We did not know how lifted up our voices to the only one who hears, and the God of mercy came and brought us near. We were locked out of the garden, and our backs bent down with pain.
great destruction brought us trembling to our knees. Then we cried like drunken sailors to the only one who hears. And the God of comfort took away our tears. My name's Chrissy Hoffner. I've been attending Grantham Church for 17 plus years. Um, I'm here to tell you just a little bit of my life story. I'm going to read my script because I tend to wander. So my husband and I graduated from Messiah back when it was in college in 1997 and then we moved to Baltimore. We worked hard. I was a computer programmer because I don't like people. He's an accountant. We lived a good life. In 2003, we had Abby. I stopped working full-time, made a new circle of friends. Um, in 2005, we had another baby. But in between then, we moved here to Dillsburg. And in that interim, um, in here, I didn't have my mom support group like I had in Maryland. So I was struggling to figure out how to mother two children, take care of myself, my husband, the house, the dog, the cats. You get the idea. The next few years were filled with runs to the preschool, playdates, and all things child related to child raising and the busyness of life. So Mike and I grew up in families that were very active in church, and we very much enjoyed lively youth experiences as teens. And as an adult, I stepped into a lot of volunteer roles here at Grantham. At one point, I think somewhere around 2010, you would have found my name as the contact person for at least three or four different activities on the weekly slides. I'm not one to sit idly by. Our kids got involved with scouting groups over at West Shore, American Heritage Girls, and Trail Life, and eventually Mike and I got involved as well. By the time Abby was in fifth grade, she had had four different leaders in her American Heritage Girls small group. So I quit ringing with the Hershey Handbell Ensemble to take on leadership of that age group. I stayed with those girls until Abby's senior year. By that point, I had accepted the role of vice coordinator of the troop and was involved in planning fundamentals for the whole troop, like summer camp. Well, uh, what I'm getting at, I guess, is that I like to be busy. I like to have something purposeful to do. I'm not saying I get my purpose from doing things, but there is some self-loathing that happens when I just sit at home doing a whole lot of nothing. Speaking of doing a whole lot of nothing, let's talk about the pandemic. 
the world shuts down. There was nothing for me to do, nowhere for me to go. My days of driving 100 miles, running the kids around, became months until I hit 100 miles. My daily commute to various volunteer jobs became a once-a-week outing to Giant. Woo! First to pick up donations for New Hope, then to go back and do the shopping for my family. That was literally all I did. Okay, so I ate the food too. COVID-19. We ate really good. Um, but I was struggling, and I felt lost, but I also felt like I couldn't complain because we were all healthy, Mike was still working, we had money in the bank, roof over our heads, gas in the cars, not that we needed it. Um, but I didn't feel good, and everything just felt a little off. Pre-pandemic, I'd settled into a really great quiet time routine, getting up before the kids went to school, sitting at the table while they packed their own lunches, made their own breakfasts, moms of littles, your days are coming. Mid-pandemic, I rolled out of bed whenever, watched TV till mid-afternoon, took a shower for something to do, changed out of my black leggings into my black leggings. <laughs> Slowly, things began to return to a new sense of normal. Things started to open up, opportunities to do things were more available, but they just weren't the same, or they weren't the things I'd been involved with before. People started getting active in things again, but I was still floundering. Amid all this, the Grantham youth pastor resigned, my daughter was starting her senior year of high school, and her third youth pastor was leaving. I shall do the math for you, that's one every, roughly every two years. So when the summer of Tony's interim post came to an end, I'm in the parking lot talking to Miss Lindsay about the state of things, no youth pastor, no commission, and I found myself saying, well, what can I do? I can teach some lessons. Then I found myself having lunch with Lindsay and Kelly saying, okay, can I just do this? Can I just run the program? Can I have the job? So I did as a volunteer for about a month and I found a new perspective on life, a new reason to get out of bed each day and to put on something other than leggings. Sometimes, a lot of times, we go through life just taking everything that comes at us, reacting, not realizing that everything that happens is being directed by God, that he's steering the boat. So I stepped into a job that to fill a need, but looking back, I can see how I was being prepared for it all along. Being involved in AHG at the time when my kid needed me, now I realize that God was shaping that piece of my life to fit into this part of this puzzle. He's reminded me that the gifts he's given me can be used in many ways. So let me say, close by saying I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this job because it brought light back into my life after the darkness of the pandemic. Gives me a purpose, gives me joy, gives me gray hair which I now get colored regularly. I am beyond thankful for the trust that you place in me to lead our youth, and I'm grateful for the volunteers that have made the last year and change possible. And I want you to know that if you've ever had thoughts about volunteering in youth ministry, you know who to talk to. It's terribly rewarding. It's also terribly hard, but it is terribly, terribly fun. So let me clarify that say, don't take your takeaway from this to say that if I get involved in this ministry, I'll find my purpose in life. That's not what I'm saying. Um, what I'm saying is you never know where you're going when God is the pilot. Boats, planes, we're trans traveling. I chose to be a computer programmer because I don't like people, but here I am today surrounded by people, people that I'm thankful to be surrounded by. Isn't it wonderful to hear these stories from our congregation? Let's thank all of those who shared. And it's a reminder that we all have stories. And our stories all matter. They all matter to God, no matter how insignificant you think they are. 
They are a part of the tapestry that God weaves together in this church family, and it really is a beautiful thing. Let's stand one more time, and let's sing this next song together.